0: Hello everyone, welcome back to Real Talk About Real Estate, presented by DeBrew Realty in Mansfield, Texas. Your host is Susan DeBrew, I'm your co-host Steve Pixler, and we are going to talk about all things real estate. Today we have a particularly earnest podcast for you, (laughs) because today we're going to talk about earnest money. Susan, what must we earnestly know about about earnest earnest money? money? Yeah.
1: Okay, so first of all, earnest money is typically a 1% good faith deposit that the buyer makes when they're putting in, uh, right after we accept a contract. So for example, we keep using a $300,000 price point, um, just because it makes numbers easy. And so typically if you have a $300,000 offer, you're going to put a $3,000 deposit with the title company for earnest. And what that means is that, um, I'm putting down a good faith deposit, um, Legally, you don't have to have an earnest deposit to have a contract. You don't have to have consideration to have a real estate contract. However... You don't ever see one without one, yeah. right? Because if I'm a seller and you're not putting anything on the table and I'm going to go and, and take my house off the market for 30 days or more, um, and you could just walk away at the end and I get no compensation, even though I've paid the mortgage for that month, I've I've lost other potential buyers and it's just too risky. Yeah. And so typically the rule of thumb is at least 1%. And so if you're trying to sweeten the deal and you have a lot of cash, you You can always say, I'll put 2% down or whatever. And that's not going to cost you an extra $3,000. It's going to go toward your closing costs and your down payment and all of that as long as you go through with the sale. Mm. The money does become at risk. It is a earnest deposit and if during the option period during those first few days if you have an option in your contract if you opt out during your unrestricted right to terminate you're going to get the earnest money back Mm -hmm. guaranteed nobody's going to fight over it because you have an unrestricted right to terminate as long as you had that option fee receipted by the third day yeah because otherwise you truly didn't have an option period yeah right so the earnest money Say you have a $3,000 earnest deposit and a $300 option fee, you write a check for $3,300, you have it receipted by the title company, that money is held by that third party the title company is not the seller nor the buyer they don't represent either side they're a safe third party that protects that money so that the buyers are sure to get it back if they opt out during the option period and there's a lot of other reasons that if the contract were to fall through that the buyer could get their earnest money back but it is at risk. Mm. And the buyer has to understand that to buy a home is risky, Mm -hmm. but it's worth it. Right. And so it's a risk worth taking. It's a risk worth taking. And same with the seller selling a home. Yeah. It's risky, but it's also a risk worth taking. And so the, when the title company receipts that earnest money, it also has to be receipted by the third day. And when I say third day, I mean three calendar days. So It it, Saturdays and Sundays count unless that third day is a Saturday, Sunday, or or holiday. For example, if you go under contract on Friday, you do count Saturday, Sunday, and it has to be receded by Monday. If, though, you go under contract on Thursday, Mm -hmm. you have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, well... You can't get it receipted on Sunday, mm-hmm. so it's going to fall to the next business day. So as long as the third day is not a Saturday, Sunday, or a holiday. And, if, time- that,
0: and if, if you mm-hmm. um, write the contract on Thursday, but then Monday is Labor Day...
1: Then, then it's the next day after that,
0: so you actually are getting an ne- another, another extra day, day, day. Right. Yeah.
1: So set sa- so as long as the third day does not fall on a Saturday, Sunday, or, or holiday, holiday, you get the next day, and so basically it means as long as the title companies open, the days count.
0: Right, right.
1: Now here's the thing about the earnest deposit that a lot of buyers have to understand: if you fail to get it receipted by the third day, it creates a loophole for the seller to get out of the contract. Mm. You know, there's a lot of ways a buyer can get out of a contract. They have the option period. They'll if you have a loan, you'll have a financing period. If it's contingent on the sale of your current home, mm-hmm. you have another contingency. Sometimes there's other contingencies that are very unusual, but you can write them in to the contract. A seller on the other hand has no out. They've agreed to sell you their home and now you're spending all this time and money on inspections and appraisals and, you know, you're selling your house or you're giving notice at your apartment and they can't just change their mind. Oops, you know, sorry, I ruined your life. But, you know, so it's a big deal for a seller. Like Mm -hmm. they can't just take, they can't just change their mind. And so what happens if they get a better offer? Mm. And what happens if they're upset with you now that you didn't get the earnest money receded on the third day? You scare them. Well, if you, the earnest money is not receded, it creates a loophole where the seller can get out of the contract. Mm. So from the day it's late to the day it's receded, there's a window where the seller can go, you know what? I'm going to take somebody else. You're gone. And they mm. can terminate the contract, mm. period. And so you have to, in order for the buyer to protect their their purchase, they need to have both their option fee and their earnest fee receded by that third day. Now, um, the buyer does need to understand that it's at risk. Mm-hmm. It is. Even though there's a lot of ways the buyer can get the earnest money back, there's no guarantee that it'll get back. Mm. And so they have to be really serious about buying the house. Mm-hmm. You don't just slap a contract in on a, a piece of real estate and think, well, I'll just change my mind if I want to. Right. You know, that's what the option piece, fee uh, periods for not the earnest. And so. The earnest money um, goes towards your closing costs, goes towards your down payment. It's not going to cost you that $3,000. However, there are times where the buyer loses their earnest because a tragedy could strike at the end of the deal. Like let's say you have a financing period written into the deal that's 21 days. So you go under contract on the first of the month. You have a uh, seven-day option period. You still want the house. You have three weeks from the date that you executed the contract to get your financing in order. And then on the day before closing, you lose your job. Mm -hmm you know i am so sorry but you've lost your finance your ability to get the earnest money back based on the fact that the lender will now decline the loan mm. and so it it is at risk there are circumstances where you're not going to get the earnest money back as a buyer and you have to be aware of that but mm, most of the time it's really more the seller that's at risk of not getting the earnest money than the buyer yeah yeah is that like, crystal clear
0: oh it's absolutely crystal (laughs) clear and i think uh we've been of course very earnest i just was waiting for the opportunity (laughs) to say that again we've been very earnest about this as we earnestly urge you to think very carefully all of these things think them through and if you have questions come and talk to us at debrewrealty.com. we'd love to hear from you we're going to keep talking about all things real estate